Is this mic turned on? Wax poetic. Hi, kids. I'm a dinosaur hunter BMX rider. Long division sure comes in handy. All the little girls dream of one day biting into a corn dog and smiling at the camera. If I ran the web, you could email dead people. Wax poetic. Just say no to family values. In the terrarium is herpes. Herpes is a hermit crab. And I don't give a moment's focus to who does or doesn't like the sound of my voice. This is Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So what if I write a poem like a song? Good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Wax Poetic here on Co-op Radio. I'm one of your hosts this afternoon, R.C. Weslowski. And I'm your other host, Pam Bentley. And we're pretty excited to have in our studio the 2014 Heart of the City Festival Poetry yeah. Slam champion, <laughs> Rockin', <laughs> Rockin' Robin. Yeah. Hi, Robin. Hi, R.C. Nice to have you here. Yeah, cool. I'm glad to be here. So, uh, it's we, pretty early in the day for me. Oh, well, I really yeah. appreciate you being here then. <laughs> no, it's awesome. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Cool. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, so we get to have our guests start things off with a poem, so let's just get you rocking, Robin. Okay. Yeah, okay. So this is the one I did at, uh, we had a big poetry bash at Carnegie Center on uh, Saturday as part of the Heart of the City Festival. So it was hardcore slam. So I did this one, uh, and this was probably influenced by Bud Osborne, and so it's sort of a tribute to him, and it's called Counterculture. We are rapidly becoming surrounded by aliens to us, outsiders, yuppies, upper middle class, upperly uppity mobile ruling class, high on the social registered cafe society snobs, many looking way down their noses at us, the locals, the longtime residents, stealing our quaint and orderly neighborhood piece by piece. Their insatiable greed knows no bounds as they want ever so desperately to ship us out as they continue to slide and glide in to partake and blow their disposable income while trying to dispose and depose of us, the long-term residents, from our homes and our haunts. They hang off the patios of their overpriced rip-off bistros, cafes, and five-star greasy spoons, donut trees, and tart joints. Not to mention the discotheques, nightclubs, heavy security, restricted jock bars, booze cans, cause our favorite hangouts weren't up to their high standards of taste. These were sold out, bought by, and through evicting, renovicting the previous tenants with cruelty and malice, the forethought only to miraculously reopened as suddenly off-limits to us in glitzy, cloistered, hidden-away worlds for the filthy rich and not-so-famous, all pretending, and badly, I must say, to be immune (laughs) to our existence and strong, loud, active protests immediately outside their temporarily gated, fenced-in atmospheres they crave, and we peaceful demonstrators are watched aggressively by the corporate police for the very wealthy and privileged After all, as they tell it, they pay reams of money in income taxes. Not true, not so. (laughs) We stand firm, proud, and strong, immovable, 
on what is slowly becoming not a public sidewalk anymore in the eyes of the authorities. We often warned, photographed, more failed intimidation tactics. We stand our ground, serving and protecting ourselves, family and new friends community, taking the abuse and dishing it right back to profanity-based ignorant hecklers, bullies, drunk suburbanites, as well as the usual local suspects. However, we are here for us and our neighbors for as long as it takes to keep still in our procession and to regain what has been stolen from us. We are in this for the long haul. That's the name of this tune. And the Ritz can take it to their rubber-stamped, greasy-fingered bankers. Buzz off or be uncomfortable. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your signature. I throw the throw that. the yeah. book up in the air and kick yeah. it, but you couldn't yeah, get your foot my, there, so you just threw it in my, the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, that was spontaneous one. I just put the boots to it. Take this. And now that's <laughs> become your uh, signature. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I kind of. I like that. Buzz off or be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah that's a great. Yeah. So what other ways yeah, aside yeah. from um, writing uh, really? fun uh, and interesting poetry are you making the powers that be uncomfortable what kind of stuff do you do well i'll tell you what i went on that humongous uh, march the other night in that monsoon oh. uh, we went down to the wall center this was the national homeless week you know it's, mm-hmm. it's basically just you know another week they name it national homeless week and they don't do anything <laughs> so <laughs> but it's your week it's your week we're thinking of you and then it's over. So we had a big protest. We went down to uh, Robson. It was organized by Carnegie, CAP, and uh, other groups. And uh, we started at the art gallery. And we organized there. And then we immediately got a police motorcade. It's so exciting. I love getting a motorcade. Yeah. feels so important. That, yeah. That's when you know yeah. you've made it. The lights and the cops are on the <laughs> sidewalks. So we blockaded Robson for a while. And then we went down to Granville. We took care of Granville. We went up Seymour, and then to the we blocked Burrard. You know, we right through the middle, and then up to Wall Center, Shangri La. You know, yeah. Shangri La. Yeah. And they're having like a five hundred plate dinner there for, I don't know who. So. Oh, probably for the election. You know. Yeah. So they're on the top floor. They didn't even know we were there probably. And then, uh, so we went down there and hung out there and screamed and yelled and people were pounding on windows and things like that for about an hour made our point and left like uh, the security got excited you know because they got to go on their walkie-talkies and you know <laughs> this, some action finally at the winter. wow so that's yeah I do things like that I protest okay. uh, I actually get out there yeah and have you yeah. always done this or is this something that you've come to lately or have you uh, always been rock and robin or yeah yeah I've always been rock and robin I always sang like rock and roll so and I got the tag you know because of the song mm-hmm that, rock, yeah. that lame song, Rock and Robin. Yeah. I don't even know tweet, tweet, doodly, doodly. Yeah, it's, it's Rock and Robin. Crazy. So that's how I get the <laughs> the tag, yeah. So uh, I do rock and roll, and uh, and I try to do the, uh, that style in my poetry. Like yeah. Hardcore rock, yeah. That, that definitely comes across. Yeah. Yeah. So I get fired up, you know. Yeah, that's great. Uh, what kind of uh, band are you in? Like, uh, or do you, like, I guess the name of the band. Do you, are you still yeah, I was in a in, band? I was in different garage bands, like uh, just... Uh, Hardcore rock, you know, the pits, uh, the carbonated puke, <laughs> uh, punk bands, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah. And now I just do pickup. Yeah. I still sing in pickup bands. Uh, Carnegie Center does a uh, cabaret on Tuesday nights. 
And you can just go in there. And like every Tuesday night? around, yeah. And yeah. did they do, did they, did you do anything besides the poetry for the Heart of the City Festival? Um, did you do anything music-wise? Yeah. But I'm, um, yeah. Well, I hooked up with a choir, which is not my thing. It's really bizarre. I'm in a choir. Uh-huh. Like, it's insane, but <laughs> I figured I'd do it because it's, I did it for Bud Osborne. We did, we sang his, like, favorite song, like, I think, Your your Love is Lifting Me Higher. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was doing chorus and that, so I was going to. In the chorus, and then we had a lead singer and all this. So. He's doing the rock and roll arm movements. They can't trying, see that uh, on radio, but that's what he's doing. They go, keep a lid on it. Don't get out of control. Uh. <laughs> but I'm in the choir, and everybody's sort of, you know, but I'm doing my thing. And so I did that, and I'm doing some other song, The Sandstone Lady. We're doing it at the Imperial right? on Thursday night. I don't even know what the event this is. This Thursday but, night? Yeah, we're going to do it with Brad Muirhead, the uh, jazz band, the Carnegie Jazz Band. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty. We're doing a souped-up version. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's really... So you get to throw your arms around for that one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Yeah. it's really out there. It's (laughs) like, uh, yeah. Well, when I do a song, I try and describe it with my movement, like Mm -hmm. an eagle high overhead. Right. And, you know, it's called Sandstone Lady. It's a Mm -hmm. tribute to Carnegie, so... That's the name of the show? Or Uh, the song? That's the song, but we're doing different events. Okay. We're just going... We were supposed to do City Hall. Which I, no way I'm going to go to City Hall yeah. at 9.30 in the morning. Are you kidding? <laughs> Forget it. And anyway, it was canceled. Oops. I think it was canceled for some reason. Here, let me grab that for one you. Of the last, um, one of the last things he said on, uh, so um, Robin was part of this whole day of poetry on Saturday as part of the City Festival. One of the organizers um, introduced each of the one, uh, each of the events and he said that uh, it became very clear to them that the poets are the story keepers. The poets are the ones that that tell uh, tell us what's going on and and what's happening. And that there are so many poets in the downtown east side. Uh, some of them write with the Thursday Writing Collective. So I saw you again on Sunday at the Thursday Writing Collective event, which was also for oh, Bud I, Osborne. Now you didn't read there. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Did um? Were you? Did you know Bud? I mean, you said that that first piece that you did was inspired by him. Did you know him? As personally, or? we knew each other, but he was hard to get to know, you know, hard to get to know, because his life was like really horrific for many, many, many years. So he was sort of, you know, you get to talk to him for like two minutes maybe, and that's the way he was, you know, yeah. that's the way he was. He was very, he he found it hard to just trust people, mm-hmm. you know, and like, but once he realized you were like okay, he. You know, I approached him initially and told him how much he influenced me and and he started to encourage me after that. So I got to know him that way, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I never ever hung out with him or sat down and had a coffee with him. Well, let's hear another one of your pieces. Yeah, please. Okay. See what I can find. Let's see. So, yeah, I don't know if I read this one at the other one. Let's see. Maybe I should try this one. This is a little shorter. All right. Okay, look at yeah. everything I write is in uh, pencil on paper, uh, like the scrap paper. That's the way John Lennon did things. He never had a pen. You know, is that why you do it that way, or are you just like... No, I'm like him. That's all it is. I yeah. just don't carry notebooks around or things like that. So this is called... Uh, this was from 2014, June. This is called uh, Predicaments. Push, pull, shove. No give, all take. What's the deal? What's the pitch? Just stay away from me. Don't bug me. Don't crowd me. 
Do not block me. Back off. Get away. Go now. Leave me be. Respect my minimal, fragile space. I have been here way longer than you. I was here first. Don't rush me. I'm just going to keep moving at my own special pace. Like I don't have a care in the world to be no longer stressed out, disregarding past dark, haunting nightmares, childhood stunted, lost, never to be repeated, sadly stolen, lost forever. Who cares about that situation? But me, however that is, why is it especially important? My business, case closed, hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Our world seems to be shrinking a lot of space worldwide, much of it uninhabited, too hot, too cold, too much water, infertile. What's it all about? Turmoil, confusion, unsustainability beats me. I'm going to just keep doing my own thing. How to fix this massive predicament, I sure as hell don't know. You tell me. Otherwise, I'll just leave it up to the so-called experts. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That I'm brings back memories all the way from June 2014. What does it bring back memories of? No, I don't know. It's like sometimes I just get out on the street and I just feel crowded. Oh, so it just brings you that right back into that space where you wrote it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah I just get out on the street and... You don't have to Sometimes I, uh, you know, I'm just running from. Yeah. I just want to go at my own pace. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that. You're running for lights. People are rushing by you. Right. You're moving You're, with the flow of yeah, and I else just rather than your own. I just need space, yeah. and I'm not in a hurry. And some people they're running and they're up in the sort of treadmill, and I'm trying to be like I'm in my yogic state, yeah. right? I'm trying in to just moment. chill, but it seems impossible sometimes well there you sort of i can't recall exactly but you mentioned near the beginning of that piece you know leave me alone in my fragile space i mean that really like resonated with me and that i think that is a key thing you know i think a lot of times people are rushing around they probably a lot of them are feeling like you're feeling but there's a sometimes there's a sense of obligation to just go 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 yeah so yeah it's a mindset right you sort of get out and you go, okay, I'm going to be really calm today. So people ask me what I'm doing and they go, what are you going to do? And I said, oh, I'm going to go to the commercial and chill. You know, <laughs> chill. It's legal to jaywalk there. <laughs> people actually stop their cars on commercial. Yeah. They give you the right away as a jaywalker. Yeah. Downtown, they want to kill you. Like, right. Like there's a crosswalk. And like, it's the same person. Yeah. It's By just, Oppenheimer Park, a crosswalk. And it's just the location. If you go in it, they speed up. Like, what are you doing? Wow. This is a freeway. There shouldn't be a crosswalk here. You wait for me. So, yeah. I try and do that, or sometimes I'll, I'll go into a neighborhood. Like, I'll get off uh, Hastings and go to Strathcona. Mm-hmm. There's no traffic, and mm-hmm. it's yeah. very peaceful. And you can do that. It's mm-hmm. great. So, I go to a neighborhood. And I sometimes I go home and I go, I said, I'm walking somebody home. They said, don't take the freeway. Let's go. Let's go over here. Right? Turn <laughs> off the main roads. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, the main track. Yeah. So how often are you, uh, have you, or how long have you been writing? You were talking about being inspired by Bud or kind of working in that um, realm or when he was alive. Have you been writing a long time or just sort of around that time when he was doing stuff or? No, I, well, 
It sort of came when I went to Carnegie, right? Initially, I was sort of in a rehab place, and they had this writing thing. So I used to write before that, but not seriously. And so I wrote a poem once for this thing, and they put it in a little paper. They had a newsletter, and the I go, Carnegie wow. newsletter. No, this was or uh, somewhere else. Yeah, some other rehab joint. And, uh, I saw, I saw, I saw it printed there, and I go, wow, that's my idea. Yeah, you put it in there. Is it good? Do you like it? They go, yeah, we put it in there. So then I won some kind of little prize or something. So I sort of took it from there. Yeah. And then I went, ended up downtown here. And then you get hooked up with Carnegie and yeah. you find out what's happening there. And then you find out about Bud and the Carnegie newsletter, which I I read from. Yeah, and you get you yeah. get stuff printed in the Carnegie newsletter quite often, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And do. you said you write it down on pencil and then you give it, you said Paul Taylor makes sense of it for you. He like gets it into the. Is that right? Like yeah, he's Paul the editor. Is like, okay, and he's got to go like this. Like. <laughs> Get his little <laughs> magnifying glass out. Wait, do a page and a half. He's like, no, <laughs> one page. It's its limit, right? So now, yeah. how, how often does that come out? The Carnegie newsletter. Uh, it comes out every two weeks. Okay. Yeah, and it was sort of on life support for a while. It's been around like twenty five years, but wow. they get a lot of funding now because the government cut off the funding. The liberals, because they don't really like arts. Yeah, they think we're all communists and we don't vote for them. Like <laughs> same with the Harper regime, you know. Mm -hmm. So all this, like the heart of the city, got cut. Yeah, yeah. All this arts funding, so it's on a shoestring. But they do fundraisers and things to keep it going. Can but, you talk about the writing group at the Carnegie for a bit? What's it like? And yeah, the of... Thursday Writing Collective. It's in Classroom Two on the third floor, and it's two hours every Thursday, two to four. And it's intense. Yeah. It's intense. Ellie Gardner runs it. Grigilly Gardner. She yeah. runs it. She started it. It was her idea. And uh, the first day she showed up, it was packed. That's how pe much people want to write. Mm. And it's a tight space. So, and she comes up with these. She'll just put a line on a board. Uh, there's a box in my room and... I don't know what to do <laughs> Why, or something. Yeah. And you have to come up with something like out of mm -hmm. it or I can't see outside the building today or something, uh -huh. something like that. And then people write these huge don't these huge pages and they read it in class and then whatever. But we've got six chat books now. Yeah. I think three anthologies, mm -hmm. book launches. We've been nominated for BC book mm -hmm. awards. You know, so yeah. So what? Yeah, I was mm -hmm. say, why would you want to fund that? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's exactly. just like doesn't seem like it's really helping working, anyone or yeah. successful. Yeah, it's not working at all. Yeah, yeah. We've had um, V6A uh, for the V6A launch. We had some of the writers in mm -hmm. with Ellie and yeah. yeah, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. She's but really she get the yeah. whole show to yourself this time, Robin. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. So exciting. Wow, um, so, so you're listening to, we're going to get you to read another piece. All right. And I'll just say you're listening to our guest today, Rockin' Robin Livingstone. Um, and you're listening, I presume. <laughs> and you're listening on Vancouver joke. Cooperative Radio, CFRO 100.5 <laughs> FM. So you're going to read something else for us or perform yeah, something I, for us? Here's another one I read at the Slam Bash. Uh, that was fun. The Slam Bash was so weird. Like, I walked in at one, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And I'm sitting at the back there. Was, uh, I had no idea what the drill was. Uh -huh. So it, it was... It's only the second one ever. That's the way I like it. Seat of the pants. Yeah, me too. 
<laughs> I didn't go up to anybody. What's the drill? Like, I just, whatever. Do my thing, right? So this is, uh, this is called a place to myself. Deep concerns, fretting, not knowing where to turn, trying hard to find a place to unwind, to stop in my tracks, however briefly. I wonder where that place would be. I do not know as of yet. I have not the slightest idea at this point in the ordeal. Recently, I've thought maybe it's just a drug-free headspace, that notion could actually be the trick into finding tranquility. It could be so. Multiple possibilities to explore, to find the answer, ultimately searching to find the truth. What's the point, some may state you? Just ignore them, because maybe they've given up. Maybe they've thrown in the towel. So what? Let it be. Could be that they've set in their ways, in a rut, and yet okay with it. Whatever. I've not yet found my groove. Not yet. Uncomfortable in my mindset. Seeking equilibrium for body and soul, but still out of tune with the ways of the real world that exists in this place and time. Until then, I'll just keep exploring the roads and laneways I travel on a daily basis till I finally find the exact one I desperately need and want. That I go to take me exactly where I want to go and need to be my own personal space to rest in peace forever, for eternity, at last. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> that, uh, seems, that seems to be a common theme. Have you, can you recall moments that you've ha- found that uh, equilibrium? For yeah. Yourself? I don't know. It's kind of, a, it's kind of rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can find it at the Vancouver Folk Music Festival. Okay. I volunteer there. Yeah. And it's just a great space. The Ever, listening to music? Or? It's a vibe, yeah. And they have like, what, six stages. It's just, you can just go lie on the ground like, and go to sleep. Or, people <laughs> actually do that. Yeah. They're at a stage and they're just lying there. And, uh, I've done that. Is that great? <laughs> yeah, it is. And yeah, it's just so beautiful. And people are walking around you, but it's so peaceful. So yeah. it's 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 quite amazing. Yeah. So even with that many people around, you don't get that sense of like, no. Isn't that know? weird? Like on the in the city, on the street, I feel trapped and crowded. But there, there's like thousands and thousands of people, but they're all in the same headspace type thing. Mm-hmm. And you have space, even when you're walking by hundreds of people. It's it's hard to explain. Yeah. I think I make. I think I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have spots where I can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do that. Does writing do that at all, or does it just agitate you more? Writing, I do like at three, four in the morning. Oh, okay. That's when I write. I can't write in the daytime. I got to write at night. Uh, yeah. Like have the radio on or something, mm-hmm. or some B movie. Yeah. In the background, and just do something. You come up with titles. Yeah. You put them in your pocket, and then you pull them out later with ideas, and then you start with a line, and then take it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw R.J. I remember he was down at the Slam at uh, Art Gallery. R.C. Oh yeah. yeah R.C. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The chemo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was making sure we we're talking about the same person. That's all. 
Yeah, and I remember, yeah, I remember I saw him. I saw you at uh, the French Festival. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I walked yeah. in to Origins Coffee. Oh, hell yeah. You don't know what you're going to, right? I just yeah. go to anything. Like, the wet dream catcher. Yeah, and I go, oh, boy. Is this guy got a show? <laughs> but he had a great show. <laughs> you had these tinglers and all this. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. totally zany. It was awesome. Little orgasms. Yeah, Origins <laughs> Coffee, and he's throwing these things out. Like. <laughs> but you go, is this guy insane? Because you don't know, because you just throw your name in a hat. But yeah, yeah. you really prepared that show. It was, yeah. it was very entertaining. Thanks. Yeah, it was fun. Um, you were talking about something that you were going to go to tonight, Robin, at uh, Gallery Gachet. Um, oh, yeah. We, we know what it's called, but tell us why you're going to go. I'm going to go because it's really hardcore, no holds barred, uh, just open book poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these artists spill their guts. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they have no secrets. Right. They have no secrets. And you like that. Yeah. And so I just sit on the floor and just look amazed. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's at Gallery Gachet tonight at 7.30. It's one peso, one dollar. That's right. To get in for an... For, yeah, and it's just, if you really want to be entertained, it's great. They have, like, Amber Dawn. Yeah? Yeah. She's another one of my uh, big influences. She's taking me under her wing. Right. Well, and Jillian Christmas, yes. who was the slam master right. at, on Saturday. You're right. I, the, yeah. She's going to be reading. Yeah. And um, Vanessa Shanti Fernando, um, Tiara Zhang. And um, Ben Keen O'Hara. Wow. And then yeah. Antoinette Ray, you mentioned as yeah. well. Yeah. Because you know Antoinette. Yeah. Um, she did actually 25 minutes at the Poetry Night Saturday. Oh, cool. It was wicked. Isn't it I amazing? Heard you, Antoinette's it was I totally heard you wicked. rocked the, the Saturday night. Uh, it's her life story. Like, yeah. She goes into minute detail. Yeah. And it goes. <laughs> Covering your ears. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, you, want, you want to hide, turn away, but you also don't want to turn away. But you really like, admire it. You yeah. know, like, yeah. wow. It's, yeah. yeah, it's really That is well so impressive. Like. Yeah. yeah, so that's tonight, really 88 minor. East Cordova. The yeah. doors open at 7. Things get going at 7.30, like mm-hmm. you said, and uh, Gallery Gachet. And if, you, yeah, if you're looking it up, it's, the actual name is The Reverb, a queer reading series, fall 2014. It's on Facebook if you want to check out uh, more information mm-hmm. about that. Is there anything else going on tonight, RC? Uh, nothing on the Facebook here that says there's going on tonight. I know coming up on Friday, there's another open mic in uh, Kitsilano at Christiane's Lyceum. Which is basically at Eighth and uh, Alma, and that is the actual address. It's thirty six ninety six West Eighth, but it's basically West Eighth uh, and Alma. And uh, doors are at eight, and the show starts about eight thirty. It's an open mic. You just show up and you sign up. Uh, there is an admission to get in. I think it's a five dollar, no six dollars, a five dollar cover. Uh, and there are beverages and food and all that sort of stuff. So you can go up there. You get ten minutes max. Uh, on the open mic, and that is uh, uh, first Friday of every month, and it's coming up uh, this Friday. Okay, and tomorrow night um, at Cottage Bistro at 8 o'clock, it's a writer's studio reading with Colleen Bryant. And mm-hmm. also tomorrow night at the Cobalt is the Poetry is Dead 10th issue launch. Oh, nice. Wow. Tomorrow night at the Cobalt. Tonight, do you want to tell people about this, uh, yeah. Robin? Because you pointed it out to me tonight well, uh, as of the, part of the heart of the festival, city festival. Yeah, there's a downtown east side uh, showcase tonight at Carnegie Center Theater. Front and center. That's what it's called. Their theme this year is Keep the Home Fires Burning. But I'm not sure what front and center is. Oh, Muses. Yeah, the muses. fire. Right. So it's all muses. Okay? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they have blues, uh, women in rock, folk, everything. So it's two hours. 
Yeah, so uh, check that out. Cool. Or actually, you could do both. You could go from Carnegie you to Gachet. You could Between pretty close. I know that Dead Poets uh, reading series is this uh, Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, and at, down at Vancouver Poetry, or sorry, uh, Vancouver Public Library. I'm going the VP Vancouver Public Library, and it's uh, at three o'clock. Um, anything else? Yeah, Story Slam happening this coming Tuesday on Remembrance Day at the Cottage Bistro. Uh, starts at 8 o'clock, and that's this Tuesday. Uh, next Wednesday, the Twisted Poets have another literary salon at the Cottage Bistro. That starts at uh, 7 o'clock. <laughs> and uh, Kristen O'Keefe Aptowitz, who is now a New York Times bestselling author uh, with their new book, Dr. Mutter's Marvels, <laughs> are going to be uh, reading at the Book Warehouse on November the 13th, uh, oh. which is at Main Street, and then also a part of the Cover Slam, which will be at the Vancouver uh, Poetry Slam on Wednesday, November the 12th. Wow. So Kristen O'Keefe Aptowitz will be in town as well. Oh, and I see here that I got the date wrong, the wrong Thursday. It's actually November 13th that Poetry is Dead's 10th and she launched. Not mm-hmm. tomorrow, ah. the following Thursday. I had it written in my book wrong. Um, and then on Saturday night, um, this is not poetry, but they do a lot of uh, community stuff. Van Dock is having their... Um, celebration and party um on saturday night so should look that up too that's van document van document awesome well thank you robin for being our guest today appreciate it very much it was great to hear your stuff yeah Yeah, it's good having you yeah it was a blast thanks for inviting me (laughs) you're welcome uh so this has been wax poetic another edition in the books here on co-op radio 100.5 fm cfro we're back next week i'm back next week pam uh, gets to take a week off um, so until then, two weeks for Pam, but uh, that's it for me. I'm R.C. Weslowski. I'm Pam Bentley. And Rockin' Robin. And yeah. Robin. Yeah. And no apologies <laughs> necessary. Coming up next. Woo-hoo. You've been listening to Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So what? So what? So what? So what?